Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, this is October's podcast for Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly, and I'm excited to introduce to you Owen Hamlin today. He is uh, based out of LA. He's got a lot of performance energy, high energy. He plays like alternative rock music, writes his own stuff. He's got a lot of uh, stuff on YouTube. This guy's amazing. He's going places. So with that said, everybody, I want to introduce you to Owen Hamlin. Hi, Owen. How are you doing today? Good, Heather. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you for, for your interest in the Indie Music Room. Tell everybody a little bit about you, where you come from, and, and what exactly it is uh, you do, and how you got started. So, uh, my name is Owen Hamlin. I am a 26-year-old uh, Los Angeles-based songwriter, singer, and um, I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, I born and raised, I might have already said that. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. And as more recently kind of started putting what I do out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, as you uh, should, it's great. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, you, 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 um, I think it's a hard thing for a lot of artists to do that first thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of tragic that it's so common that uh, it seems to me that it's fairly common that a lot of artists, not necessarily just musical artists, could be film, could be anything, writers, mm-hmm. just that like first thing, just saying, okay, I'm gonna finish that first thing. And then and then it can just naturally progress and they're gonna they could be on their seventh thing. But so I finally got my first thing out there and I'm yeah. I'm still riding that wave. That is so cool. You know, it's funny as a, a- I've been a musician for several years myself, but it's funny when you talk about the first thing, that's like baby step one. And then, I mean, first and foremost, it's writing, recording, getting it out there, and then marketing. And I mean, there's so many steps to being an independent artist, you know. Uh, You have so far seemed to really conquer most of those those tabs, especially with your official videos too. But how did you get started in music? Where does this thing begin? So I guess the... I just was kind of mystified by guitars, uh, as a lot of young guys are, and uh, talked my mom into getting me one around 12 or 13, and just, you know, got more and more into it. Yeah. Did you ever take lessons or kind of self-taught, or what? what's your thing? More self-taught, uh, yeah. but I, I, you know, I grew up in the era of YouTube, so there's a lot of, and the internet for, for that for that matter. So there's a lot of information available. Oh, yeah. Um, so that certainly helped, you know, as far as like learning a chord kind of a thing. Right. And yeah, it was just, yeah, more of the self-taught. And I'm so glad that it was like that because I talked to like, uh, you know, family members and stuff. And they're like, yeah, I had piano lessons when I was young. And uh, it yeah. was <laughs> the teacher was old and cranky and, you know, it was just. Yeah. You know, they got with their friends kind of a thing. But music for me was like, after school was over, it was what I would look forward to during the school day. And that was like my place to go and just kind of have fun. That was my, that was my place. So, um, you know, it, it, it worked out well. Yeah. You know, I know that guitar is kind of your thing, but obviously you've got these completed 
amazing songs. I mean, are you multi-instrumentalist do you, or do you have people come in? How does that work? I am a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, certainly guitar is my most proficient instrument. Um, but on the recordings, I played everything but drums. So is that all self-taught too? Yes. Uh, production. <laughs> you wonder how some people just are born with that. You, you know what it is? You have an amazing ear. You have a very ear. In order to be self-taught, you got to have at least have that ear for pitch and, and um, you know, melody and, and everything. So that's really cool. So guitars are your main thing. I know you play, I've heard some piano, keyboard stuff in the background in your recordings. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, uh, what else? Less of that, but there's definitely some of that. Yeah, I've heard uh, some of it, yeah. Uh, bass? Basically Do you play bass? Bass, yes. That That's a big one. Uh, uh, did bass. Um, I'd say, so you kind of said like, you know, how does that just happen? You just do it. Well, yeah. I, I, I was lucky to be able to go into some places and, and record when I was, you know, younger, I knew a guy who had his, had like a built in studio in their house. And so I got exposed to that. And I guess technology, like you could multi-track record on your phone yeah. and just become like conscious of, whoa, I could record one track and then I could record another track on top of it. And, right. you know, um, you know, that's kind of the whole game <laughs> with recording. Uh, exactly. Or at least part of it. So it was just, uh, I think I was, I had had enough recording experience by the time it was time to make my first record. It was certainly a bit of a, um, I guess, for lack of a better word, bold thing to do to say I'm going to make my own record because I intimidating never... when you say that loud and anybody hears that they're like, no, you're not, and you're like, yes, I am. Right. <laughs> exactly, it's like you just kind of, you just kind of feel like, oh, it's going to sound really amateur, but and it's you know, it might sound amateur in a way, but if it's done authentic. If you follow your own ideas and you stay true to them, it's that is like it becomes your thing. The yeah. things that make uh, you know less uh, you know uh, professional are the things that give it character and you know some kind of cool feeling to it. And um, so, so yeah, all's well that ends well. You know, it's it's interesting you say too polished because I think that's what's happened to a lot of music nowadays. Is it's so yeah. polished that it it it's just flat. It does it lacks character. So I'm glad that you understand that and that you don't over polish things. You know, auto tune, perfect, perfect, perfect to where there's just you know no no lines in the wave. You know, that's really great that you do that. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the first song that we're gonna we're gonna show everybody tonight. It's called old things right right um tell me so, about that song and, and kind of where your process was when you came up with it and and a little bit of how you how you wrote that so old things was the third song that i started recording on my first album which i just said uh gave a little backstory on how i was decided to produce it myself and <laughs> on top things, of everything sure. else <laughs> on top of playing everything but the drums and um so it was a, a big self-discovery process in the recording and um this song in particular old things 
it was the best, perhaps, I don't know if I should say the best, but it was certainly one of the fast, it was certainly the fastest recording experiences I had, you know, and um, to the point where I just sang like, I think I sang like four vocal takes and of those four vocal takes, they all got used. And like, wow. I never do that, but it just, I mean, the guitar takes for the first two takes used um, the bass, I think was, you know, probably in of the same fashion. So it was like one additional thing anyway, for those are for musicians. That, is, people really, who are musicians. that like, is really, okay. um, that is something that rarely happens for musicians. I took six weeks to cut one vocal right. one time, seriously on analog. But if you got your guitars like boom, boom, and then your vocal, like that's amazing. You must it have never, really rehearsed ahead of time. Uh, I I did I did um, but but not as much as other stuff. It was just one of those magic moments, yeah. <laughs> I guess, came together. So yeah. And kind of what was your when you wrote about this song? What what was your um? I mean. I always have to have like kind of an idea or a hook of where I'm going or something like a mental image in mind. When you wrote this, when you wrote this song, where was your mind kind of at? My mind was, it really came from two, two writing sessions. Uh, one, one, I guess three key moments of inspiration. Uh, what I, I had this idea that kind of had the had the riff, mm -hmm. um, that resembled the riff and kind of kind of a lyrical thing going on but not necessarily didn't quite have a clear direction right and then and then later on i found myself messing around with an old friend in in his uh little home studio mm -hmm. and um we're messing around and i just just grabbed the mic and you know just started singing stuff impromptu yeah. of nothing and the, the lyrics today's the day right as rain sunshine and shade just came out then yeah and then so so it was kind of like and then and then later on it was like kind of looking back at those two things yeah um it was like ah they fit that's the verse that's the chorus mm -hmm. and um so that's kind of how it worked. It was two two moments where the light bulb went on, and then a third looking back at those moments and realizing that they were kind of of the same uh, kernel of an idea. So cool. Oh, my God. I love hearing your story behind this. All right, everybody. Thanks. With that, yes, your story is amazing. I can't wait for everybody to hear this. With that said, everybody, go ahead and take a listen and also watch the official video to Old Things by Owen Hamlin.
things uh videos great uh music lyrics everything is great amazing that you not only wrote the song did the instrumentation minus the drums but you also produced and probably did some engineering on it as well you know like mixing or whatever yeah i did do all the mixing on that so tell me about where uh obviously i i uh my partner owns a recording studio, old analog from the fifties, you know, and so I, everything I do to tape is a lot of work. Cause there's, you know, you gotta get what you do is what, what people hear. Tell me about your recording process. Where do you record? How do you do it? And So I've got just a little home studio, uh, very, very minimal, uh, nothing, uh, ornate other yeah. than, Oh, just a great amplifier uh, and some some solid guitar pedals. Uh, um, other than that, just very uh, you know very standard uh, and nothing ornate by any means. It takes a. Uh, I don't want to make my sound myself sound historic, but being forty eight and you're what twenty six, I like I've got a different handle on 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 this board, you know, than I would have on a on a whatever you know software platform you use or whatever but what's interesting is that i think it's available to so many people but i don't think a lot of people really master on how to use it like you have because everything sounds so cohesive to me everything just sounds like it, it's done in a big studio you know you really have that polished finished sound well part of i think part of the you know the benefit of you know if you have access to a studio that has professional, you know, great equipment. Why would you not use that? And, and I did have access to that. And my reasoning for for doing the home studio was time. I have as much time as I want to work in my home studio, and I don't have to worry about the clock going by while I'm in the studio. And, yeah, um, and the bills going out the door, ching 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 ching. Yeah, <laughs> that, I know. So, um, it was just a matter of you know this whole other thing of, you know, I'm not on the clock anymore. I'm on my own time. I'm still settling into that because all my recording up until, well, I don't know, mid early, early twenties was in a studio. And it was like, I was just, you know, because of the time going, I was like, like every time I went in there, it was like, I was running a sprint. Yeah. And, um, that, so then you feel like, like you're forcing it and it doesn't it sometimes loses that feel if you're feeling forced or something yeah it's just pressure and stress and those things are terrible for the creative flow mm -hmm. and um i was able to just sever that yeah. with the home 
you know, I've done a lot of research. I've done a lot of research on you, and there, um, I think it was in 2022 uh, when you kind of put out the. Is it the? I don't have my glasses on. Right, right as rain, or right that one album. Yep. There was eight tracks on that one, right? Correct. Right, and so I had somebody say, like, I think it was Psychedelic Baby magazine. You know, there was moments of genius and uh, so much melodic sensibility. When I saw those, I'm like, interesting. I want to really check this music out more. I don't know if you remember that quote, but that was definitely in there. Um, and another thing I was thinking about was you must be playing live a lot or you must have a tour schedule and you're getting some press. I mean, I found quite a, a lot of press on you. So tell me a little bit about how you book shows or where you're playing right now. So those are similar to the do it uh, DIY fashion, do it, you know. <laughs> I've been kind of handling the press yeah. for the most part yeah. um, and um, also booking, um, which, you know, were not areas I would have wanted to do, mm -hmm. you know, but, yeah. you know, subsequently, I think it's good that I kind of have done that because I understand the business a little bit better. Uh, um so so yeah uh i i've you know as i started to get my recording done and then get the videos together and i actually start to think about well if i'm going to release this i want to release it with as much momentum and you know chance of making an impact in the music world as possible and uh in the day of the internet you can send emails uh and uh you know so it's just a matter of you know gluing your 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 butt to the to your chair so you can sit in your on your computer and you know uh, 17 send years out. of that is what i did i feel it i feel your pain i did that day after day you know and i'm gonna i'm gonna send you um some tricks that i had up up my sleeve back in the day after this so be watching for those it might get some of the people's attention on the upper levels i'll, I'll send that to you before maybe someday i start selling it for 500 dollars. no i'm just kidding uh, I, I love to help artists. That's my goal in life. So tell me about this next song. Uh, this one is going to be called And It Was Gone, another official video. We're going to get into the next segment. Who does your videos? Because those are awesome as well. But tell me a little bit about this song and, and how it manifested itself. So looking back on this song and sort of like where the idea came from and what more like what was going on in my life as I wrote the song, yeah. um, I didn't, I don't think I was aware of it at the time, but looking back on it, I'm sure that um, this class I was in um, called Thanatology, which is the study of uh, death and dying. And um, the teacher got diagnosed with terminal cancer mm. uh, during the time in which our class had, you know, started and was going. And um, he you know, was just very, he made the decision to be very open about what he was going through. And, um, you know, it was just, uh, he was quite a inspiring person. And um, the setting of already being in the class that was studying this topic with him going through this uh, process of coming near, near to the end of his life and just being so honest and so transparent, yeah. and vulnerable, um, you know, I think had it had certainly, you know, had an influence on the song. 
Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a story. It's funny, um, your perspective of it. And then I was telling you earlier before we, we recorded, like my daughter's moving to, you know, California and I was like, and it was gone. And I listened to your song today, even though it's totally different perspective, just the, the hook. I was like, where, but the thing is, I do understand what you mean about this class and stuff. And it was gone. Um, that's crazy that that your perception of that was that situation with that instructor, you know, how like, uh, tangible can that be when you're learning that class and he's going through it as well? I mean, that's, that's really crazy. That'd be kind of a, um, one of those things you're going to hold dear to you for a long time. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. It just made the class so much more impactful. I mean, we were reading a book, a famous book called Tuesdays with Maury. Um, I love like that book. you've got Maury. <laughs> yeah. Love that book. So, okay, everybody, I'm going to tell you what, this is one that you need to download, uh, put on your playlist. You got to make sure to follow Owen Hamlin. This guy has got great music, great lyrics, sometimes abstract, but really cool. And, they're, and I loved getting your perspective on this last song. Okay, with that said, everybody, let's listen to And It Was Gone with the official video.
Again, and it was gone by Owen Hamlin. Owen, how do you do it? Where do you get your ideas from? Where do they keep stamp coming from? Do you, do they uh, pop up in the middle of the night and you jot them down? Well, nowadays nobody jots it down, but your phone or or what's the deal? Certainly, the phone helps. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think um, you know you just want to. You, you want to do it a lot and then you want to keep track of them. And, uh, in my experience, it was like, I had collected so much. And I, like I said earlier, it was, it was, um, I'm very proud that I got to the point where I actually put my first record out. Yeah. Cause I had some ideas going and, um, it was so hard to finish one thing. Um, cause I, I had kind of turned the switch on where I'm getting ideas. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I think, you know, even if you're not ready to like, you know, finish the ideas, mm-hmm. just just enjoy writing them, keep track of them, and then maybe at some point later on down the road, uh, when you're at a different place and you, you've reached a little bit, you know, more art, you know, maturity in some ways, if that's even the right way to put it, then you can go back and realize that you know some of these are, you know, they they speak on universal truths and. You know, they, they, you really said something that was real for you at the time and it's still real now. And, um, you know, you, you love that idea. Then, then by all means, maybe it's time to put it out. Back in the day when I was an artist, we wrote on these stone pallets. No, I'm kidding. Um, the thing is, is literally I have like notebooks and notebooks and journals that I would, I would write stuff. Here's what's funny is later on, I would write, I would write a song and in it, and then I sometimes, I'd get stuck, whether it be a bridge or a chorus, but I would go back and all of a sudden this, which I didn't even remember, worked with what I did. So, I mean, it's um, I think it's important to always kind of write down lyrically. Lyrics to me were the hardest thing. So if you kind of start getting these ideas, make sure you, you know, you get them because you can always utilize them in a different story at a different time. If, you know, it should fit, but interesting. Now, videos, let's talk videos quick. Your videos are very well done. I want to hear about uh, production, how you go about that, and and uh, who do you come up with the video ideas? Since you're the marketer, manager, engineer, producer, instrumentalist, writer, lyricist, vocal, do you also do the production of the video? <laughs> uh, for the last video, yes, I did. <laughs> I figured so. <laughs> okay, um, tell me about it. But not all of them. Uh, it was, um, it was just right time, right place, I guess, with the videos initially, because I, a friend of a friend, uh, his job is actually to make music videos. So that I felt like, I guess at the time when I was thinking about doing my first one, I was like, oh, I know a guy who can do that. Um, and then I was exposed to making videos a little bit more, I think. And then also, um, you know, making, you know, funny movies with my friends and like, (laughs) I, I just kind of pieced it together. was like, okay, I, I can actually take a little bit more of a, um, director kind of position. 
And for the last one, um, I did, you know, collaborate with someone to get the concept going yeah. and, and, you know, obviously he filmed it and, and stuff, but, um, that one was the first one where I think I was, you know, I, I feel a little weird saying director, but I did kind of direct. Oh, I would definitely call it direct. You directed this. Absolutely. Um, you had the vision and, uh, you shared it with, you know, the, uh, I guess I would call the cameraman, I don't know, but you shared your vision. He was able to capture what you had envisioned. And by all means, that is directing. So check yeah. one more off the list for Owen Hamlin. So uh -huh. the last one we're talking about, actually, this video, is this what we're talking about? The the swimming in your in your sea? Is this the one you you did? No, that was the previous uh, one. And okay, was, so tell I'm, me which one this that you had just done. Um uh so and it was gone. The video for the video for and it was gone. That was the one that I was more uh, kind of directing it. Um, okay. But for for swimming in your sea, um, my cousin's wedding, and I sit down next to a guy who's my cousin's cousin on the other other side, and I start talking to him, and he's kind of like uh, artistic kind of guy, and I can yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. The uh, film guy, and um, so it was just. I, I, I met him through that and then I, I sent him a note after and um, then that's how the, the, the video for the next song came together. That's so fun. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah, your videos to me look so, and you know what, things are different nowadays, but they just look so official and so professional and cool and they fit with the nature of the song on that. So you've got good vision. I think when you're somebody creative, uh, obviously, Mr. Everything, um, you've got the the creative music side. You've got the vision. You've got that, too. So you're kind of this all-in-one package plus management. I'm hoping soon that you top those charts where you can afford to have somebody take off all that marketing and all that other stuff off of you. And you can just focus on what you're good at, which is creating. That's where we need to get you at. Tell you what. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell you what, why don't you let everybody know a little bit about swimming in your sea, where that kind of came from. Sure. And then so we'll show the video. When we come back, everybody, stick around because I want you to listen how to how to find him online and and all of his videos on the YouTube channel. Amazing. So tell me a little bit more, Owen, about swimming in your sea. Okay, so swimming in your sea. I wrote it when I was living in Barcelona, Spain. And, um, Fun. and it was, you know, we were, we, my buddies at the time, we were just out of high school and, um, we were just like, you know, we were let loose. So that we were partying hardcore, but I still managed to find myself in the, you know, little piano room we had at our <laughs> every once in a while to do some writing. And this was one of those where I was, you know, probably a little bit drunk or something like that and just sure. hunched over spain why not <laughs> yeah just and just you know waiting for something to come and you know i just got that that the idea just happened big time yeah. and then i i went up my friend was like we're on the roof so i went up and i went on the roof and sort of played the song and he, he got like a little video clip of it and um you can see like there's some stuff that didn't quite make the song, but then that, that key idea, the chorus, yeah. I get to it. And even in that moment, like literally right after it, Everybody it happened, went, that's it. 
I mean, I knew it. You can see I'm sort of like almost laughing on the inside as I'm playing it because I'm just like, yep, that's, I just saw an idea just came. I don't know where it came from, but I'm really excited about it. And um, <laughs> I have those moments too. It's so fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, so I was at music school and um, we had this class. It was a, like a credited class yeah. and um, it was called combo, which is essentially just like uh, a few people in a band and you learn songs and you're, you're graded on, on that. Mm-hmm. And um, I had the idea cause we were already like rehearsing my songs to play like at the, the bar down the street. Like what if I just pitched to the, the principal, like maybe we could do that as a class so that we could do more time rehearsing yeah. the stuff that, you know i'm writing and um he 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 went for it and um it was it that was a great thing for me at the time to be able to um yeah. you know really dive deep on arranging uh in in the sort of academic setting i've yeah. never been good with the academic setting but this was like the first time it like I was I was there for a good reason. This may be the only time in my academic history. And um so we got to the end, we we blew the, the combo performance out of the park and this uh this principal who allowed me to do it, um, the teacher who also um kind of gave guidance on the on the class, invited me to lunch after and um uh, a very proud moment for me. He goes, Swimming in your sea, that song is a hit. Um and he he, he he really believed in me and he believed in that song and that 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 really meant a lot to me. That's how I feel about you too. That I, I mean, as soon as I heard your music, I get so many submissions in in a week, you know? And I'm I kind of scan through them and I'm like, wait a minute. Who is this guy? Where can yeah, we need to talk. But no, that compliment from him is the same way I feel, and I listen to so much music. So you should feel really good about that. That's a really good quality song and I do see this going somewhere and I'll be the one to say, I knew him first. No, (laughs) it's going to be great. Owen. with that said, quick, we're going to go ahead and listen to watch the video again. Another official video with swimming in your sea. And then when we come back, you guys are going to find out where to find him. Watch these videos. Hopefully, do you have one of those? um, A lot of uh, musicians, independent artists have those tip jars so they can help you out along your way. If not, get one for yourself because I would throw some money in there for you to keep your journey going just as well. But everybody, make sure you follow Owen. Here we go with Swimming in Your Sea.
which way it's gonna go But I can tell you this When I get old enough I pack my stuff and in the morning I'm gone I'm 19 and now I see It's harder on my own For the first time I don't know Run away From this place Get away Just go home I know Take me back to L.A. Get a job, write some songs, work it to the top. God knows that's where I want to be. Run away from this place. Get away, just go home. I know where I want. And that was Swimming in Your Sea with the video. Great again. Love it. Uh, you got to keep doing this. It's a fresh, it's a fresh, uh, fresh sound. You know, I am, um, I, I'm not, I'm not putting down any artist in the world it, it, at all, but I'm kind of tired of hearing what we hear on your radio stations now. This is a really refreshing feel and, and sound and quality to your music that's not, you know, over polished and not so perfect that it, you know, it's just, it's refreshing. You know, YouTube is a huge, it's got to be a huge draw where everybody watches your videos and stuff, but where are the other places people can find you and, and so help support you because you've got this potential, this future. Let's get you out there. My music is on all the streaming platforms. 
Um, okay. Well, such, what, uh, you mean like Spotify and all those and everything, iTunes and. Yes. Okay. Um, let's see where else I do have an Instagram. Yeah. Um, I followed you. And your YouTube you. channel obviously is huge. Oh, it's, uh, it's growing for sure. Uh, but there's, uh, you know, there's some quality content, you know? Absolutely. But, Absolutely. And then, yeah. And then just trying to hit up all the, all the different press outlets so that, um, you know, there's a little bit of internet devoted to Owen yeah. Hamlin. And are you playing live right now? I mean, I bet it's yeah. really hard because since you are the instrumentalist on most of the recordings, have you yet put a band together yet to be able to go perform live? Have you done that? Tell me a little bit about that. I played last night and last Saturday. Great, great. And yeah. where can you find your, your schedule of where you're playing at? Um, you have an official website too, right? I don't have an official oh, okay, website. Okay, I was thinking you did. Okay. Well, let's get you um, one. Yeah. I think like, I think Instagram is a good landing page. For uh, sure. Or yeah, but I guess a website is 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 soon to come for sure. It's got to be there. Just saying, go www.owenhamlin.com. With that said, Owen, it's been my privilege to have you. Um, I, I really appreciate you reaching out to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly and everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as well, the October podcast. Guess what? Next month is November already. With that said, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't ever miss a uh, podcast with Heather Kelly in the Indie Music Room. I've got some big news coming uh, end of December, so stick around and, and I'll share it with you. With that said, everybody have a great night. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.